Cup the balls, cup the balls. <laughs> hey, uh, welcome to Community Service Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and and uh, we've been listening. You know, the fans have spoken. Everyone's mad at me bleeping the first minute. Well, you go f yourself. We're gonna bleep that too. We bleep because YouTube. I've already explained this. Demonetizes you for cuss words because YouTube some sensitive little. <laughs> <laughs> okay but now the fans have spoken they're tired of the bleep so we're gonna do fart noises because it's funny it's funny <laughs> you know <laughs> there you go fart 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 <laughs> anyways as as we do we got to thank the patreon uh new patrons i really appreciate you francisco andrade <laughs> that's it just the gun <laughs> and today's guest is uh, my good buddy Mateen Stewart. He's a very funny comedian. Good dude. I met him in the very beginning. He knew me when I wasn't sober. And as I got sober, and you'll hear it in the podcast. Anyways, OG guy. I've known uh, my whole existence in comedy. And he's a great dude, great comic. Check him out. Check out this episode. I love you all. Why am I holding this? It's on a <laughs> handle. It's on a handle. Anyways, you guys are great. Thank you very much. Nice, put that this, away. No is this live stream somewhere? No. 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 Oh, okay. We got. We might say some <laughs> up shit, bro. <laughs> we might say, "What's up, everybody? Welcome to Community Service Pod." You're already watching. You know what this is. This is my homie Mateen Stewart. What Very funny. We kind of started together, yeah. Yeah, we did. Same time. You were. This is the best story of my life, <laughs> dude. He, I, he was there when I got sober. Yeah, I was there for that moment. Your realization. <laughs> oh that you my needed. god! Like the next day, the next it was. Day. I think I was wounded. Like I just kept. I don't even want to say everything. I'll say <laughs> it. Who cares? Yeah, I was like, I, uh, just telling him the story. I was like, yeah, I, I fell on my head. I, I tried to fight a bouncer. I uh, let a gay dude rub my backside down. I uh, tried to hook up with my cousin and every, everything. And I was like, whoa, 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 you what? <laughs> you tried to hook Yeah, man. Yeah, I so I'm to... sober now, you know? And that was like, I just kept saying like levels of the story and be like, so I'm sober now. And then we would just laugh. Oh, that was so funny. And bro. that was like two days sober some shit and it stuck. Seven years later, here we are. You're welcome. Drinking Cheers. Nescafe. It was, he yeah. did it. Yeah. Watermelon Waterloo, sparkling water. I told you I had watermelon and grape. I know. I, it was funny that you offered me watermelon and grape first. I, just... I, th I thought you, I thought, I thought it was a bit. I was like, a watermelon, grape, fried chicken. Like, I was like, they make fried chicken sparkling water? I'm sure it's they're. It's delicious. Actually, uh, not probably. They're somewhere probably in the world. Now. Maybe in China. And I just couldn't. Have, I was just smiling. I was like, I got watermelon and grape. I'm like, no, no, I do. I he actually do. had it. He has like is, so many different flavors of this, sparkling water. This isn't a hacky racist bit. I really <laughs> do have those flavors and they're fucking delicious yeah it's this brand good. is fantastic target dude you gotta get them to sponsor strawberries no nobody sponsored me yet, those bastards <laughs> yeah man i mean i'm saying just tell them yeah you gotta follow him. you waterloo for you i've reached out <laughs> i've reached out to yerba mate bench made spider coat i like knives mm -hmm. all fucking you like knives did you ever sell cut coat knives no, but I bought 
knives off the home shopping network channel you okay. know how you get 500 yeah, yeah, knives yeah, yeah, yeah. 300 bucks <laughs> yeah and i went down to the rhodium in uh in uh, londell whatever city that is and and i set up at the flea market a little swamp meat and i had my little knife booth and i was just slinging knives and uh yeah knives don't sell that well so you, know? you so whoa, whoa you bought knives off of home shopping network to start a business to start a business yeah and then you went when to i was go like 19 and then you went to go sell knives and i went to sell knives at the at the flea market oh, wow that's and i sold like two knives and those two my friends that came to visit me <laughs> I've, I've spent like 500 bucks to make 20 bucks oh wow do you still have those knives i actually end up selling them later to uh the the hoodlum homies Okay. Just five bucks a pop. And then I finally made my money back. But that was after two, three years. I just had a duffel bag full of <laughs> knives. You just knives. Just, just like knives. all types of knives. Yeah, just all sorts. And it was just it was really... like kitchen knives or like knives? No, no, pocket knives. Oh, you pocket know, like, knives. Like the... Ah, yeah. okay. That's why that's why the homies in the hood bought them. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, one of them bought one and he flicked it open and it, it, it like just exploded, came apart. You know, oh, wow. like it just went psh, and, and he's like, Yo, I want my money back, Shaggy. They call me Shaggy. And I was like, oh, man, all sales are final, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got that five. And I'd sell them cigarettes, two packs of smokes. Because uh, it was like I was in prison, but not in prison. That's so weird as mm-hmm. I say that. Uh, because I worked for Camel, and I would, the guy, uh, back in the day, you could, I would swipe IDs at the bar, get oh, their information, and I'd give you two packs of smokes, except yeah. I would just give out one pack of smoke, so I'd just collect smokes, and I didn't smoke, so then I just started slinging them. Camel Crush? Yeah. On college campuses? Yeah. Yeah. I was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you made good money, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I remember those guys signing up. Getting getting uh, keychains and t-shirts. Yeah, dude. Just, I don't even smoke. Would you get to pack a? I tried to start. I was just had access. I was. Just, <laughs> I hated it. I was like, why am I going to smoke tobacco when I got OG Kush? You guys are idiots. You fucking change. Yeah, tobacco never really did anything for me. Well, I, I mean, I come from a family of smoking. My dad still smokes. Cools. My grandmother smoked for like fifty years, and then she just quit because she was a nurse, and they would just smoke on their lunch breaks yeah they would go outside and, and then once she quit 50 years yeah my dad's At least probably more yeah she's probably like 50 years damn my dad smoked uh marlboro reds for like 20 years mm-hmm. uh my sister smoked for a decade my aunt used to smoke i just never i just i like to get high you know it's like yeah, yeah i can't you I know can't, <laughs> i can't really smoke i can't even like i'll smoke when i'm like super drunk but then it's like after the next day you feel like Someone like stepped on your just, chest. It just hurts your throat. Yeah. If I want pain, I want the expansion of THC in my lungs. Like, you know, yeah, like I, I want that. I don't want to burn my throat pain. Yeah. You want to feel it in your chest. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, oh, you get used to it. I'm like, nah. Well, it, it doesn't really do anything. <laughs> it's it just what makes I mean. you want to like, smoke more cigarettes. Weed. It's like cocaine. Does something. You get high. <laughs> cocaine, heroin, you get high. You get high. <laughs> cigarettes. You don't get high. So what's the fucking point, guys? Get a, nic- get a nicotine rush. I yeah, I guess. But that's like a little... Psh. It's like I get a, I get more high eating too much pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic. You are? To fresh pineapple. I can't really eat it. Oh, man. I like my mouth swells up. I'll get like that, uh, the Kylie Jenner lips. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but it, it's like ugh. <laughs> kiwi and pineapple. And mango, those those give me the kind. Oh, of, that yeah. sucks. Those are delicious. Yeah. I got kiwis in the kitchen. Yeah, kiwi would do to fuck me up, man. 
damn yeah i love golden kiwis i shoved that whole shit in my mouth i haven't had a golden kiwi yet Yo, so you i don't know if i'm allergic to that I, I, maybe it's the same have you had passion fruit I, I don't I know. Do does Trader Joe's sell that? No. Then no. Yeah, I've I've had a passion. It's kinda sour. But it's just like it's a fruit and then you, you pretty much eat the seeds. Maybe I've had it. I've I've tried weird shit. I've tried like what's that? Star fruit. I like star fruit. You gotta Jack, have a really Jack good one. Fruit. Jackfruit is good. Jackfruit is good. Jackfruit It's ja- very versatile. I can't talk. Jack jackfruit. Can solve like the world's food problem. Have you seen yes, that? Yes, because video? you can you could do a lot with it. It's very versatile. It's like a watermelon, but it grows can and be super big and 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 uh, dense and heavy in weight and has and protein and and uh, and can solve a lot of the world's hunger problem. But don't people taste don't want, that good. People want to do it. It does. If you can make you can make. Yeah, it good. I've had some good jackfruit tacos, but I've had jackfruit curry, jackfruit tacos. It actually, when done right, I had it done right and I had it done wrong. Done wrong, obviously, I was like, get this shit out of here. I want some fucking <laughs> some, some carnitas, bro. Carnitas, like, bro. Yeah, so you, you, what you do with jackfruit, you can make, like, they do um, they do, do like a jackfruit carnitas kind of thing. And when done right. Pull, yeah, pull apart. Oh, it's thing. so good. Yeah. And then when done wrong by the demo guy at Trader Joe's, sample booth guy. <laughs> oh, sample booth guy? Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here with that jackfruit caca. So you guys bring in people for that for Trader Joe's, or do you guys from? Have, so the sample guys. Oh, he's an employee. Oh, yeah. he's an employee. So yeah. do you guys have to get trained on that, or they just they like, go through extra shit and uh, culinary health inspector, mm. right? Yeah, one person in the store has to be certified as like a health or a food service worker. Do you work at Trader Joe's? Too? I do currently. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Right on. Right on. Right on. Yeah, that's how I got my producer, man. Oh, from Trader Joe's. I, uh, <laughs> I, inter- I interviewed from uh, to to work at Trader Joe's, and they didn't call me back. That's right. I did. The, uh, <laughs> I went to the one on La Brea and Third when I first moved to LA. Yeah, they had me take that that silly math test in the back. Um, that must have been a while ago. Yeah, this was like 2005. Okay, so I would take the math test in the back, and then they never called me back. I thought I got the answers right. They don't even have that anymore. Oh, they don't have the math test? No. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, you had to have a little wits about you. Now they let any dumb-dumb in. <laughs> who's, who's the person that's been working at Trader Joe's the longest? Is that like... A- oh, there's 35, 40-year people. It's yeah, in the bulletin. There's some guy at the main office that's been there since the 60s. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. And Trader Joe's is just Aldi, right? From Germany. It is now. It didn't start off that way. Oh, I thought, I thought it was Aldi, Aldi North, up. Aldi South. And then when they came here, they just changed. It was uh, Joe Colum in Pasadena, and it started as a convenience store selling ammunition and pantyhose and cheese. Mm. And then Seven Eleven was coming to town, and they're like, it was like more like a Seven Eleven. They're like, fuck, we gotta change it up. And then they became like a specialty food store. Mm. And I feel uh, like we've talked about this before. I have a <laughs> lot of info. I did a decade, man. Oh. I made the bulletin. Everyone's like all proud. Like, congratulations. I was like, oh, no, man. Like, 10 years Whew. at one place. It's crazy, man. You guys get stock options? I wish. It's not public. It's not public. I would have for sure. Good uh, 401k, though. Do they mm-hmm. match one for one? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's pretty dope. How long you been there? Uh, almost 12 years. Oh, okay. So oh, you beat me now. Yeah. 
We got to have this podcast blow up so we can get you fired. (laughs) Get you fired. Hey, fans, share this shit. Come on, man. (laughs) What? You don't want to get fired? Yeah, get fired. fired. We got to make you full time. Full time producer? Yeah. Make them make more money from this than the The produce producer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't really go to Trader Joe's growing up because I don't think there were so many in Michigan. But uh, yeah, coming out here when I lived downtown, like I would go all the way from downtown to the Trader Joe's on Third because there was no grocery stores downtown when I lived when I lived downtown. Downtown yeah. was like a ghost town. Back in the day, downtown was yeah, you didn't well, go. It's still scary, but like back, I felt like it was way worse. Two thousand five, when I lived downtown, only thing that was down there was the Staples Center, and they were just building LA Live, and nothing was open. So yeah. after five o'clock, it became like The Walking Dead. Yeah, I remember that when I was little going downtown to Alvera Street with my family. And then this like after night, it was like, oh, like, what is this place? Not that Skid Row isn't fucking it's still insane that. It's still that. now. But, but it's, now, it's concentrated in one area. And now it's mixed in. It's it's gentrified. They've yeah, got time. businesses yeah. and Lots. coffee shops of hand pour. <laughs> hand pour. <laughs> Give me the Folgers, bitch. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a coffee snob? Nah. So we became sober. Like, did coffee become your thing? Mm-hmm. And you, I, but you didn't pick up cigarettes because I know a lot of people that become sober, they pick up co- I pick coffee up and cigarettes. The snacks. I snacks. Pick up the sweets. Hey, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your what was like your go to thing to do? Was it coffee after you became sober? Oh yeah. Oh, so much. Okay. To the eyes twitch. To the eyes twitch? Yeah. Like this? You, you get oh, that yeah. shaky thing? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I have it every morning. Um, I was never a coffee drinker, but then I think as you get older, you start to appreciate it a little more. Yeah, I'm not a, a coffee snob, but I do appreciate good coffee. Like, I don't like Starbucks. Everyone's right. It tastes fucking burnt. <laughs> it tastes burnt. But I just like it like a like a high quality diner like just a smooth normal coffee i don't want your fucking fruits and i don't want that super dark strong you, shit just like a nice you want like a coffee that's been sitting out like 12 to 14 hours <laughs> 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 i don't want stale coffee bro and it could be decaf yeah. it could be i just want a nice normal coffee like can like I, what happened to that they get all this fancy How do you, you, shit. you just drink it black no, I have a problem. <laughs> I like uh, I like sugar and cream, mm. and I actually just found sweet cream. New item at Trader Joe's, and it's been making me fart, bro. Sweet cream? Yeah. Is it? It's it's not real creamer. It's just super sweet cream, okay. like a thick sugar. But it's cream. real milk. Yeah. Okay. So and it's like bro. it's like whipped cream, but liquid form. Liquid and with sugar. Oh, okay. like extra sugar, like oh, wow. sweet, sweet. Yeah. I have been shooting heat seeking missiles out oh, wow. like where i i love farts and i think they're funny and now like i'm even like oh, farts are always funny not these man i'm like i'm sorry oh you yeah know? It's, it's the apology it's one of those, ones it's one of those you make yourself gag like oh yeah golly. like i started working out and and i did one i had to go outside yeah. and it still kind of trailed me back in and i was like yeah, we call oh, it, i'm sorry we call those a tip of the doo-doo because <laughs> <laughs> your farts always stink when you got a, a tip of the you got a fart they, they it's got, right there it's like they, it's like oh man that's a tip of the doo-doo fart they gotta go through the grapevine yeah, to man. get out of that turd you know i don't know why farts are so funny but it is it's a very they're so funny, funny. yeah 
I remember when I realized girls farted. That was like that's crazy. Crazy to me. I always <laughs> knew that. I have two yeah. older sisters and a big booty mama that farts like a motherfucker. No. So I always. But I I mean I understood that my mom fart, but like other girls. Oh yeah yeah like, girls you date like, like if a girl farted in front of you. I heard that quack. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a girl fart in front of me like a girl that I dated. Like my my old roommate would fart all the time. She would just let it go. Nice. And we made it. We made it into like a game. Or you like, you hear those elephants? <laughs> <laughs> Some trumpets playing? And then you just start farting. Yeah, I'd say uh, almost every single girl I've ever dated hid farts in front of me. I definitely, like, you know, smelt a fart that they tried to hide. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, if they're sleeping. The sleep farts have happened, but now they're like, hey, you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be hilarious. But, I mean, that goes back to, like, years and years of women being told that they have to be proper. And shit. Yeah. Like that that comes from all that. I'm like, let it rip, man. Yeah, let it go, bro. <laughs> makes me love you more. Yeah, my, my mom <laughs> farted in front of my brother's girlfriend, and I remember that, that her face was like... <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, hey, it's better... Better out, good. Better outside than inside. Shit. <laughs> Gotta let it go, bro. Better out than any. Yeah. yeah, my mom quacks all day, all night, man. She just be quacking out that ass and just <laughs> fucking farting, bro. Let it go, bro. rippers. I, I was waiting for someone to be like. <laughs> <laughs> I got something brewing, but I don't know. It's a it's small a sweet, room. Su- sweet cream, yeah, that's, yeah. Who was I farting in front of on the podcast? I was like, oh, was it, it was probably JT where it smelled real bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Justin Timberlake? Uh, I wish. But yeah, JT's my John Parr. JT Parr, J, JT Parr. I don't know him. Oh, John Parr. Yeah. Yeah, he does the the, the chat thing. He's yeah. chatting. What is it? Chatting. Chatting JT. Okay. Right on, right on. Yeah. Yeah, I've let some rippers in front yeah, no, of me. I, I know those guys for a long, a long time. They they took off, bro. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. All you guys are taking off, man. Big We're time all on, taking man. off. It's yeah. time. Pay, dues paid. Dues paid. I just need to... One more little fart. Yeah. One more... <laughs> one more little one more little glimpse. One little window to open. I feel like so many of us are just on the cusp. Yeah. It's it's a funny thing to, to see. To see people you started comedy with starting to like really get yeah. shit and like, I've been in LA for fifteen years and like it's weird for me to see like my old roommate like starred in her own TV show. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's cool. Like, this is a billboard. This motherfucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember you used to leave your I shoes everywhere. You <laughs> <laughs> used to fart in front I know, of me. I know. <laughs> you quacked on my arm. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. How long you been doing stand up? Like eight years, nine years? It's it it's like nine, yeah, like nine years. Yeah, because I started like writing jokes in like two thousand into two thousand eleven, and then um, I I was like I don't know if I'm gonna do it, and then I it's like the end of the year you do like a a goals for the the year to come. Like I was uh, like all right, I'm gonna do these goals, and it was like three minutes at an open mic. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. For for 2012 and i was talking to my mother about it and she was like oh well i never really thought you were a funny person and i was like oh well <laughs> okay and then she's like well you should see if they have a class and i was like class they 
have a stand-up comedian class and i googled it they of do course, they do there's like so a many mil- there's a million there's so many there's a million in los angeles it's like who knew yeah like, who knew this was a thing because when i first moved here i lived with this woman who worked as a cocktail waitress at the comedy union so i didn't have any friends or anything so i would just go down there she's like oh you want to come check it out and i would go down there to the comedy union and i would watch all the comedians so like kevin hart and rodney rodney jenkins it was just like all these comedians, Mark Curry, like all these comedians that oh, I would I see love Mark Curry. on TV. And it was like, wow, these guys are here. And never would I thought like, oh, I could do that. Like I performed my whole life. I was an actor. I was did theater like since I was like six years old. But I never looked at that and was like, oh, I could do that. But I was like, I was intrigued by it. So I looked at the class and my mother was like, oh, all right, yeah, I'll get I'll get you the class for your birthday. So nice. For my birthday. I took the class, and the only reason I picked the class that I did is because our final performance was at the Improv, and I just knew that I was like which class? Deal. It's called uh, L.A. Standups. I I uh, did a class too, and my dad paid for it. Mm-hmm. I got old old curmudgeon. I was like, "Come on, man, you fucked me up. Now pay for me." <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he did. Thank you, thank you, Daddy. Were you uh you were you're one of Jerry's kids? Is what they call him? I was. He was later though. So I first went to Greg Dean, but I didn't really not that it it served its purpose but jerry katzman absolutely helped me a lot more and molded me so uh if you are listening to this and a lot of comics shit on stand-up classes and i, I just say they could go fuck themselves they helped tremendously yeah for me it, it it wasn't like a a the guy that taught my class he wasn't a stand-up comedian he just knew comedy and he was worked as a comedy manager and it helped me because it gave me deadlines for things yeah, that's, that I knew that I wouldn't have done outside of the it class. It forced me yeah. into the fire that I never would have done. And yeah, then yeah. Greg Dean's stand-up class with a showcase was at the Comedy Store. Mm-hmm. And my first show ever was in the belly room at the Comedy Store. Like, come on. Yeah. And uh, he was cool, but uh, Jerry Katzman absolutely really helped mold me and. Cause I also I was just kind of, I was so stoned every class mm. and like <laughs> I just went up there and winged it you know that's not how it's, it's, it's hard that's not how stand up works but no. that's how stand up should look yes and then Jerry was like well you need to talk about you and your life and your real life instead of trying to write jokes and that's when it really hit close to home and uh, I was always taking improv classes at Second City and UCB because mm, okay. I was terrified of stand-up. Yes, I am. And then right when I, around when I met you, like eight years ago, mm-hmm. that's when I really started. That's how I was like, that's it, I'm a stand-up. Yeah. Like, I got to stop pussyfooting around. Yeah, it was, it was interesting because I came from a base of doing acting, and I moved out here to pursue acting. And like two years in, I got a, I booked a McDonald's national commercial. Yeah. So I was like, this is going to be my life. I'm a commercial. But then nothing, then nothing. <laughs> and then I started this theater company and that was going really well. But then people in Los Angeles, they'll tell you like, oh yeah, I'm into this. And then they get bored. And then like, no one's going to love your baby like you love your baby. So that ended up folding. And I would just needed something to be creative because I felt like I was not being creative. And I went to this commercial audition and there was like 12 dudes that looked exactly like me. And I was like, this is not, this is not art. Yeah. This is not art. And the thing I love about comedy is something can happen in your life and you can go on stage and talk about it like that day, that night. 
and you get that instant gratification from the audience and you can make it hilarious yeah even and then you can make a horrible event hilarious yeah and that was a thing that i learned in the class where i was in a situation where i was like a secret to the girl that i was dating to her family because she's indian and her family's indian and they were very racist so that i was like a secret to her family so i was telling the 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 guy about this in the class the teacher and i was like yeah these are things i can't really talk about on stage he goes no 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 that's those perfect. are the things yeah he's like those are the things you talk about on stage <laughs> yeah. and i was like well that she doesn't want me to do it. He goes, no 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 this is the comedy here this is where you you know you find yeah. this, the the comedy and the sadness and that's i think what makes the really good comics great comics when you can find the humor and the sadness you know you can you can make a joke about being on fire. Yeah. You know, smoking crack and being on a fire. That's my favorite bit. Yeah, it's I like, think it's my favorite. Motherfuckers was in the match running down the street like Richard Pryor running down the street. Uh, he, uh, when he says, and my friends that know me best know that late at night I like to have a little milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, and I bought that non-fat fucking white people shit yeah. and I've dipped that cookie in you know boom. Yeah. oh my god and he shot the car it was my car <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to shoot your own car it's true uh, it's true so yeah like guys like Richard uh, which is I, I feel like I don't really appreciate as good as I think he is I think, don't think I appreciate how great we talked is. about this in the car ride to yeah, Vegas be, right because yeah. It's a. It was a different time, and the things that he was doing was so groundbreaking that now we don't realize how great it was. Even though I think he's great, I don't realize how great he he was for the time. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, I just uh, grew up on his movies, and thank God my parents loved him. And then I just was exposed to him at a very young age, and then I got into stand up, and then uh, yeah, I just had his. Uh, I bought his little box set mm. and I just listened to it on repeat. And uh, that's probably why I love storytelling so much. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, he's just the man. I still laugh at it to this day. I well, mean, that's, that's great jokes. That's a great joke. Yeah. You can always laugh at it. It's just like 40, 50 year old bits and I'm still dying. Yeah. There's, there's, there's jokes that I have um, that I've told and people who know the jokes and they're like, hey, can you tell that joke? And I'm like, ah, I really, yeah, I, I asked you for to do jokes because it's like when it's a good joke, you know it's coming, but it's still funny. Yeah, yeah, you you requested uh, in my body. in my body, like that's how I like hey, <laughs> where the drugs at in my body. I don't get sick of that joke because <laughs> it's funny. Because it's funny and it like really happened. Like I threw firecrackers <laughs> at police on horses. Yeah. Come on, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a couple jokes that I, I I can always find moments where like I, I tell a story when I first drank alcohol and I got drunk off of Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and uh, you know it's called MD Twenty Twenty. Yeah, I didn't know. That. No, but it's it's a name. It's a name. It's like something. It's two names. I called it Mad Dog 2020 for 20 years. We call it Mad Dog 20, but it's... It's an, actually it's, not called that. And no, it's, it's it blew a name. my mind. It's a name. It's two names. It's Maryland 2020. It's some, no, it's like, <laughs> we could Google it. But yeah, I drank that and, and plastic bottle gin. And I got drunk, so drunk. And I don't remember the first time drinking and getting blacked out. But I end up pocket dialing my grandmother. And 
talk talk to her on her answer machine about how much I love eating pussy. And so those moments will never go <laughs> That's away. That's a good bit. Yeah. That's like, a good bit. You know, she called me the next day. It was like, yo, you're on my answer machine. Yeah. Talking about how much you love eating pussy. And I was like, oh, my God. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yo, Grandma, here's the reason why. I know. I know. <laughs> and I couldn't even say it was me because I was, like, giving, like, so much details about my life. I might as well be like, and my social security number is. <laughs> so, you know, I couldn't even, I couldn't even lie. I could be like, oh, that was my friends. Like, it was definitely. Whoopsie. Be me. Yeah. My mother was on the phone call. That's like, oh, yeah. What uh, is it? Mogan David. Yeah. Mogan David. Oh, okay. Mogan David. I called him Mad Dog. We called him Mad Dog 2020. Because that's my uncle. He would drink Mad Dog. He would drink Ripple. He would drink a Wild Irish Rose. Yeah. And it was a Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Yeah. Oh, Boone's my farm, God. Man. That's that Basically, rut. he drank Hangover City. That, that rut gut, man. Hangover. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting shit-faced and, like, just being an asshole at, at my family's house, breaking bottles and shit. And then my aunt had to take me home. My buddy had to chase me down. I ran away on a skateboard and was pedaling, and I hit the back of a pickup and just flipped over into it. Then they put me in my aunt's car and i was like hey hey norma i got so much marijuana like you don't even know <laughs> oh, wow. i got so i got a pound of marijuana you know how much that is my buddy travis is like why are you telling her this and I, was like, <laughs> I got so much dope because they're square ladies they yeah, think yeah. it's the devil and i was just like i was like you're a wild boy man i, like, I got <laughs> i've been selling drugs out grandma's house yeah. What you think about that, Norma? See, you get drunk and, and you walk to Wyatt. I get, I'll get drunk and I would just like, I get drunk and fall into like a. I remember one time New Year's Eve, the maybe the drunkest I've been. They had um this club that we were at. They had their glass doors, but the glass doors were open the whole night. But at the end of the night, they decided to close them. So my drunk ass, I was still in, <laughs> I was still in toilet paper. I was stealing toilet paper. So I was trying to escape. Like, I Why are you stealing toilet paper? I don't know. I was drunk, man. You just talked about telling your aunt you move your weight. <laughs> and you're judging me for stealing toilet paper. Yeah. So I'm like, when it's there, because it's like, fuck, I, all these toilet papers there. So I'm trying to, I'm stealing the toilet paper and I'm trying to sneak out. And they had class glass, they had closed the glass doors. And I just, I just ran right into them and passed out. And then, like, the toilet paper flew in the air. And I just see everybody in slow motion, like, is this motherfucker stealing toilet paper? Because <laughs> I can see, like, I'm falling. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like three rows. It was like six rows. So I, that means I meant to, I went to multiple stalls. And it was like, and it, and it wasn't like regular rows. It was like the big industrial rows. So, like, I, I was getting out and I remember being drunk. <laughs> It just, it just flew in the air. Oh shit! And all my friends was like, "Why are you still in toilet paper?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, like I need a toilet paper." This is pre-pandemic, too. yeah, yeah. This, there was no shortage. And then I just started, I just started crying. I just started crying. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I used to do all sorts of weird shit like that. I remember stealing a bag of towels from like a restaurant drunk. Stealing chicken tenders out like the food bay where they mm-hmm. go, they go ding orders up, and I was just, I was coked <laughs> up. You know you're coked when you eat chicken tenders high on coke, because I was on yay and I was stealing chicken tenders and I got kicked out. I was the Brennan's, the Turtle Racer place, oh, Turtle Racer place, Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, a lot of sad comedy there. Yeah, I did Shannon McLondon's uh, show there, yeah. and I was like, last time I was here, I got kicked out for 
Stealing chicken tenders, coked up, just lots of bad stuff. <laughs> just weird stuff. But you're sober now. Yeah, I'm sober now. <laughs> I'm sober now. Uh, I'm sober now. I've told the story a bunch, but it's so funny. I was wetting at a Union Cattle in Hermosa Beach. It's it's changed names many times over, but it was a two-story bar. They had a top deck and a bottom deck, and on the top floor they had bathrooms, and I'd, I'd go in and I'd wet toilet paper and make all these giant spitballs, and no, I'd throw them down at people dancing. Oh, wow. Go, Whack! Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just fucking laughing, bro. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to say, because we used to do that in middle school, and we just throw it all on the seat. No, nah, man, I want to hit I want to hit a dude dancing <laughs> with oh, a girl man. like, eh, oh. <laughs> I was, oh, was so funny and i got kicked out that's you know i told that story uh, i got in a couple fights but anyways uh i used to always get a, a, a little gumballs this is bad i shouldn't tell this story but i'd take a little little tidbits of gum and i'd flick it in people's hair <laughs> oh wow you were the devil man Good thing you got sober, bro. You out here causing confusion, man. You lucky to be alive, man. <laughs> just little bits of neon blue winter fresh and yeah. little, little. Just a, you just see it sparkle in the night just, light. And I'm just like, making ah. somebody a little bit uncomfortable. Because you never might not even see the payoff of that. No, the I fact never that you know strangers, that it's there. Yeah. Strangers. Yeah. Strangers. The fact that you know that later on yeah. you're going to be like, how the fuck did I get this gum in my hair? <laughs> and you're going to be like, <laughs> it was me, Shaggy. <laughs> I did it. And so then I and would do it. Assassin, Sometimes man. I get shit face. It went in fresh assassin. Sometimes I get shit face. I do it to the homies. My homie, Brandon, he got big dick. And he, uh, big I, dick Brandon. That goes to And then I fucking, but I gave, I gave him the whole wad. Normally it was just a little, yeah. little speck. For the strangers, but I gave the homie the whole wad, and he was like, "Later, he found it. <laughs> he knew it was you. He was like, "You fucking threw gum in my ear," and I yeah. denied it till the day I never admitted yeah. to it till right now. I was he like, "No, dog, I wasn't me, bro," and he knew it was me. I was like, "It wasn't me," and I would not admit to it. And now you did. And you I had a break. Did. You had a breakthrough. So he big moved dick away to another state. Big dick. So we can't. We used to fight a lot. We, Is that how you realized he had a big dick? No, I just pissed next to him and look. Okay. I was like, "What the hell? I guess. That's a big. You're too skinny yeah. for that. Yeah. You're too. He's a tiny guy." Anytime you <laughs> see a penis, you're always surprised. No, ma no matter what, God. I've never like seen another penis. I'm like, oh, like I'm always yeah. surprised. It's always a shock. Yeah. Even at the gym, when I know it's gonna be an old Asian man's penis around, I'm, old I, balls. Yeah, just, old balls. Just so you sit down oh. and then. We see the big balls and we're like, okay, where's like you have to see if there's a that's there's, a thing. Why that do they sag so low? I don't that's know. That's a real thing. Like they saggy get, balls? Yeah, I saw them at the Y. It's a T. It's a tell how old they are. And it's just <laughs> me. You would, my, you would think they would get lighter because there's less testosterone. No, they stretch, bro. Yeah. I was like, what are you tying rocks to those suckers? <laughs> yeah, big balls don't really do anything. Yeah, gross. Like, everyone was like, hey, you got a big ball, like. Who wants just big balls? Like you can't, you can't even do anything with no the balls. No girls like, oh, I they love nuts. Them. Yeah, like oh. I don't even know why it's like got some big cojones. Like, yeah. what the fuck does that even mean? Like, it's annoying. I know it's so like. No like, girls like, did you see the nuts on that guy? <laughs> oh my god! Wow, it's not big nuts energy. Like no one has ever said that. 
Yeah, the, I, I, have you heard this story? They call Biggie Smalls Notorious B.I.G. The reason he got his nickname Biggie Smalls because he had a big dick and small balls. Oh, is I, that, a, I didn't hear that. Is that an urban legend? I don't know. Tell me out, Googles. Okay, Google. I don't know. I just... Christopher Lund, everybody, on the ones <laughs> and twos. His name Chris. is not Googles. I, I uh... Yeah, Biggie I was... Biggie Smalls, a, big dick, small balls. Oh, man, I was a shithead, dude. That shit's funny. I just, I just, I didn't have comedy yet. I cannot, you need to find your thing because pre-comedy, I was searching, you know, for, for that, something. For something. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, so I was a shithead. I'd jump off roofs. I'd fucking do backflips off walls. I'm not Chappelle Lacey. I can't do backflips. I land on my head and neck a lot. I'm surprised. Have you ever done a backflip? Off a wall, high on cocaine, and landed on my neck. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, one time I landed it like on my my toes and shins, where I was this close. But no, I have not. And on, on a trampoline, yeah. That everyone, is, everyone that always says. Is it true? It doesn't say. It just says it was the name of a gangster, a fictional gangster in the seven nineteen seventy five film Let's Do It Again, and also it was his childhood nickname that was because of his stature. Because he was biggie, but he was small. he was heavy. He was like three hundred to three eighty. All right, maybe it's an urban legend we made up in middle. Let's school. do it again. That's, is that Bill Cosby or Sidney Poitier? What's that? The movie. Let's do it again. Is that Bill Cosby? Let's is that a Bill Cosby movie? Sidney Poitier. Guess Poitier. who's coming to dinner? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I watched that with my mama. It was a great movie. It's a great movie. Lily, Lilies of the Field. Yeah, he was a brilliant actor. Um, uh, what else? Uh, in the heat of the night. Yeah, he called me, Mister Tip. The funniest shit is when he smacked that racist. Oh, that was so. That's that's groundbreaking. Yeah, for a black man to be smacking. Yeah, a, he broke a white barriers dude on TV. For yeah, sure broke barriers. I love Sidney Poitier. I was gonna say R.I.P., but I'm pretty sure he's alive still. He's yeah, eighty nine. He think. he's like OG. He's still doing it, man. He's still what a career. He's 93. 93. Whoa. Wow. Kick it. Sidney Poitier. What else, man? I'm trying to think of all the fucked up shit I did. <laughs> yeah, I was never really into doing crazy shit because I was always, I was so afraid of getting in trouble. <laughs> I welcomed it. I yeah. enjoyed it. I was become so used to it to where if I wasn't in trouble, I didn't. I liked it. So how many how many siblings do you have? It's you and your two, two sisters. Two older sisters. Okay. So you're the baby. Yes. So that in itself you can get away with a little little more. So you have that bump. Yes. And I was always found guilty because I was guilty of it ninety percent of the time. The other ten percent it was me anyway. So I was like, Well, I might as well double down. <laughs> yeah. You might as well double down. So were your parents did they were they did they were they disciplined? Like were they disciplinarians? Uh, Who was a disciplinarian? No. Well, my dad will whoop my ass, but it was like never uh, for the right warranted reasons. right reason. So it was gratuitous. <laughs> it was just like when he was mad. Okay, so yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I got suspended from school. It was like, ah, like I had a bad day. I did day. too, you know? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. had a bad day. And my so mom we're was all gonna have no day. discipline. Okay. I just ran amok. All right. Ran a fucking muck. she counted count to three. I was like... You're never gonna get there, and when you do, nothing happens. Okay, so, <laughs> so you had, I'm gonna be a so shithead. So you had no real natural consequences. No, and so, that's not healthy. Guys. Yeah, it's not. It's not especially <laughs> bad. 
for a, a, a younger child because you have certain uh, things that come with that and then being as strong headed and as strong willed as you were. So you were pretty much ruthless. It's, you're lucky to be alive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I should be yeah. dead. Yeah, We've yeah. done an episode on that. I should be dead. <laughs> I should be dead 50 um, times over. So yeah, I was, for me, I was the other way around. So I grew up in a household with uh, my mom was the disciplinarian, so she did not take any shit. And my dad, he all he had to do was yell to 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 for us to get back in order. And my dad drank a bit, and but he never was like have a bad day at work, and then we have a bad day. But they are certain rules, so like I couldn't bring C's into the house, so like no C's. And then for me, I was always a good student, but I always played around. Cause I like the attention from the girls. Like I, once I realized like you can get attention from girls, I would always play around. So I would get my work done and then act a fool. So they used to want to have to keep me back because I was immature. But then I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all the work. Yeah. And my mom was I like, he's, my class. he's doing all the work. You're not going to keep him back. Yeah. And like, well, he's immature. Like, no, 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 no. No, he just likes to make girls laugh. Yeah. So. And farts I, are funny. Yeah. And farts are funny. <laughs> and so, yeah, in school, I had to always, but I was always lazy in school because my thing was, if I could not work and get a B, why work hard and get an A? Absolutely. Like, it, the it country did, needs to pay attention yeah, it to didn't this. Make, it didn't make sense to <laughs> me. Bye. I mean, now I wish I would have taken high school a little bit serious, but it all, it all, wow, up, you're a comedian. It, it don't all, matter it, how I mean, much it, college exactly, you get, but it, it ended up, ain't no college for comedy. It didn't work. It ended up working out for me, but, but yeah, it was just never, I was always afraid. Like I, I was talking to my friend about this. So like my, I didn't smoke weed in high school, but like some of the neighborhood kids and I was always older than them. They smoked weed. So I knew a guy that would get weed. And I was like, where do you get your weed from? Cause I want to like be the person for my friends to get weed. And he was like, oh, well, you we just you just go to this house, you put the money in, and then the weed comes out. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we got to go to this house. And I, like, freaked out. I'm in my mom's minivan. <laughs> That's some trap yeah. house weed. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. in another yeah. state. Yeah. I was in I'm California. In, I'm in Detroit. So, okay, yeah. So you go to this house. The neighborhood's not good. You go to the house. I'm in my mom's car. Not th- This is what I'm stupid. Like, I could have got caught. You go put your money. You put your money into the mail chute. The guy gives you the weed. He can give you whatever amount of weed he wants to give you, because what are you gonna do yeah. if he gives if he shorts you? And I don't know anything about weed, so he could have shorted me whatever. Yeah. But I, but all my friends, were like, oh yeah, you got. It was probably like shitty weed with seeds, but it was like I was risking my life to fucking to be cool in front of my friends. But that, but other than that, like I was always. Like I was so afraid of getting in trouble. That's why I didn't fucking drink. trap house weed. Yeah, man. that's why I didn't drink till I was. 20. God bless California. I didn't my... drink till I was twenty one, <laughs> dude. I was I... afraid. I was so lucky. My introduction to weed was just skunk, OG, sticky, icky, icky, Kush. So you just had, the yeah, top of the, the line. Chronic. It's too. It was too strong, though. <laughs> it, I remember the first time getting high. I was like hallucinating. I don't know if I was, but I was tripping to where I was like say like to my homies like, "Hey, did this happen?" They're like, "No." I was like, "Damn!" Like, <laughs> was that shit lace? Like, what the? Fuck? Yeah, it was. Yeah, we because my I I'm as because I had cousins that that smoked weed. My dad smoked weed, and him him and his brother would go in the basement and they'd go to the room and you smell it. And I'm like, you know, you don't, as a kid you don't know what it is. So I was like, why does that smell? And I remember my mom was like, oh yeah, he's just he's just taking his medicine. And as a kid, I was like, 
God damn it, my dad must be sick because he always <laughs> he's always <laughs> he taking his, his medicine. He's always yeah. taking his medicine. But now it's so comical, bro. We're like, I just went to a store and bought like bought stuff. Like that is so it's hilarious. Great. Yeah. And like with my credit card. Like I've like in my lifetime, we've I've gone from a trap to, house to a trap me. house <laughs> to a person I never saw. Put to putting it on my credit yeah. card for to paying taxes. interest yes. on a gram <laughs> of weed taxes. That's so crazy. It is insane. It's insane to me. Um, because how it w- far we've come. It was illegal in California too, but not like in other states. It was like a ticket illegal. You you would go to jail, but you had to have weight. Yeah, there's people doing years and years in prison for it's, marijuana. It's fucked up, and I feel it's like wrong. all those people need to be released. Absolutely. Yesterday, they need to be released. Yeah, just all need to be released. If Let them go. Yeah. If the, no if, paperwork. Open the gate. Just open the gate. It's that beep. Let them go. Let them vote, bro. <laughs> weed, weed offender number 332. <laughs> beep. Have you ever been in jail? Yes. Yes, I don't like it. Yeah. It's very cold. They give you, they make, take, they take your shoes and they give you a wool blanket and it's all itchy and you're like, oh. And you cry and the, the, the lady. Give you a little juice box and a little little hot egg sandwich. <laughs> hot egg sandwich? She feels bad for you. Yeah. They I, give you a book and I'm like, never... I don't read. How about a clock? I don't know what time it is. How long have <laughs> I been in here? There's nothing What's like that. How long as you've been in jail? Oh, no. My mama bails me out. Okay. I, ju- I just went three days. Three days? For what? Total. Just overnight. Just oh, days. overnight? Okay. Three times, three days. Yeah, I have, I have a really big... F- I don't know what it... It's probably it has a name. All phobias have a name. I have a go to jail phobia. Like oh, I have a I have a prison phobia. I never did any time whatsoever. Thank you to my mom for bailing me out and good lawyers. Uh when they shut that fucking door, you're there's not there's no there's no no gut wrenching, sickening feeling. You're like, Oh, I'm not free. Yeah. Like I have nothing in here but my thoughts. I have nothing. They take everything from you, except you sneak a little drugs in your nutsack. You know, I snuck a bunch <laughs> big, of big nuts. Yeah, big nuts. I, <laughs> that's what big nuts are for—to sneak drugs. I snuck oxycontins into jail, and they didn't get me for that. And then, I, and then I was pulled them out of my boxer briefs, and that. And you I, snuck them between your nuts. Yeah, because the cops were chasing me, and I was like, ah, and I didn't. If you have that, that's the narcotics. You okay. get you get charged. So I just fucking stuffed them. And I put them under my nut flap, and they didn't find them, and now I'm in jail. And I'm fucking laying in the cot all drunk with the scab on my forehead because they beat me up a little bit. That's what happens when you run. <laughs> I never never had that experience. Oh, yeah. I always uh, reference you many a times on this podcast where you – I don't know if it's a bit or if you just told it as a story, but you were saying how, like, like your homie – I, uh, is white and he's like I get harassed by the cops too and you're like but you're a drug yeah, dealer yeah, 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 you're yeah, a yeah, criminal yeah, 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 I'm yeah, a criminal. school teacher yeah, 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 a school yeah, teacher yeah. shouldn't be harassed yeah. as much as a criminal so yeah like, my, my friend we would we always talk about privilege and stuff and and like I grew up pretty privileged um, both my parents are college educated they yeah you know, they work jobs and 401ks and uh, we grew up I say I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my in my mouth but it was definitely in my hand so i never really had any issues other than like with the cops and i had, yeah. I had a gun pulled on me when i was 16 and 
I have another friend who's a white guy, and he was like, "Hey, man, you're you know you grew up more privileged than me. You can't you can't do this. Like I've had more issues with the cops than you. I was did something." And then I said, "Like yeah, but you and your friends were doing criminal activities. <laughs> you're like fucking criminal, you're criminals. Bro. They're like you guys are robbing and stealing." And selling drugs, and the cops will fuck with you. You're like, I was driving to Blockbuster I know, Video. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was trying to rent a movie and get popcorn. And that, you, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally what it was. I don't know if you do that on stage. I don't. I have You need really to. Do. Yeah, that shit just... is brilliant, and it is so true. And it's what, like, I try to explain that to, you know, some fans on the internet yeah. and just do be on the right side of history. And then everyone starts talking shit. And it's usually like, no, like they needed, and it's always the white person. Yeah. It's like, that's the whole point. You don't understand. No. Yeah, you don't understand. You like, don't, if you, you're well, not I can't black. see that this is happening. Yes, of course <laughs> you can't see that this is happening. Yeah. It's, it's like me that's saying, what like, was frustrating that, and I'm not even a person of color, but I have, you know, my, I'm half Mexican, and yeah. a lot of my family are brown, brown, yeah, like Cuban yeah. brown, mm-hmm. and they get harassed. And I saw it, and I, you know, I know I passed as white boy, and I know I've been harassed as the cop, but I also was a criminal, yeah. and I, un- I understood. <laughs> I understood. I was like, oh, I'm sell- selling drugs. Yeah, you know, that's what happens. It was so funny. Man. I have, you know, I was I was going, I went to a historically black college in Tallahassee called Florida A&M University, but we also have Florida State there, so it's it's a major college town, and I was going down. Uh, by my school I probably wasn't even a mile away police flagged me you know he said I was going you know five miles over and you know he got me out the car and first off like everyone's like why'd you get out the car I'm like because the motherfucker told me to get out the car like I'm like 18 years old I'm I'm, I'm afraid because every time I see a police officer I assume they're gonna fuck with me like that will be my life forever Whenever I see a cop, there's a cop, there's a cop, there's a cop. Even coming down here, I wasn't even doing anything. And I was like, there's a cop. You know, I always I'm, I always know where the police are. I have the same thing, but it is from a decade of, of criminal yeah, activity. activity. Like, and then yeah. I go, oh, I don't have any. Yeah, and I haven't, and I don't, I've never had anything. So this cop pulls me over and he's talking to me. And then another cop shows up. I'm like, what the fuck? Another cop goes, oh, no, you're not a big criminal. I just got to pay some paperwork to him. And I was like, oh, okay. So these cops talking to me, he's interviewing me. Now I'm I have out of state tags, and I'm in the, in a college town. He goes, "Oh, Michigan? Hmm, what are you doing here in Tallahassee?" I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> the college, the college, <laughs> the college. <laughs> the co- you can see the yeah. welcome to Florida and M sign, and I'm like, "Are you fuck?" I, w- I want to be. It's like, a black college. I'm, I'm a black, black guy. <laughs> yes. College. Yeah. <laughs> Even if come I'm on, like, Sherlock. Yes. There's two major universities <laughs> and a community college that has 50,000 people. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing here in Tallahassee? I was like, I'm going to school. Yeah. Like that's, you see the math I book on my fucking seat. Oh, my God. That was just so frustrating to me. It's so crazy. And I was like, oh. Or like I got pulled over once and my friend had this BMW. It was like a 1993 BMW. But he took care of it because it was like his first car. And we're driving through. And the police pulls us over. It's like, oh, uh, where are you guys coming from? We we're like, uh, we were at the club. What were you doing there? Uh, trying to get laid? Yeah. Like, they, they asked like such stupid questions. What were you doing at McDonald's? <laughs> Getting food. <laughs> Getting food. You, yeah. Uh, 
It's crazy. Yeah, we have a we have a police problem, and I know people don't understand it, but my biggest issue with people is the all lives matter people are the same as the blue lives matter people, and you can't be both. You can't say all lives matter and then say blue lives matter, because the only difference is is when people say black lives matter, because it's there's not two different things. They're not an all lives matter and a blue lives matter. They're you're usually in that same circle, and that is the that is so problematic because. I saw a bumper sticker at my gym yesterday where it was a lady. She had on, if these, if this flag's a thing, you, I'll help you pack with an American flag. And to me, that is so offensive that she has that. Like, but then she also had a Blue Lives Matter flag. And if you know anything about flag code, that is so disrespectful to the flag. That is so offensive to the flag to make it into something else. And it was like, you're just idiots. It's like, you're so idiotic. And I went on a rant on Instagram about it, but it's just so. Uh, it, well, everyone just will just it. twist every yeah. thing to their own ideology or whatever the fuck. It's yeah, just... I bought a, I bought an Amer- I bought an American flag last week, and I'm because I was like, I shouldn't see an American flag and assume the worst in somebody, but it's always the person that has an American flag that says the worst things. And I'm 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 happy to be an American. I'm I love America. I just don't I don't like America sometimes. Yeah, which I get it, man. I totally get it. I wouldn't worth. I would not want to live anywhere else. No, and it's just it's just crazy. It's just it's so crazy that it's 2020 and there's just still so much injustice. It's like I can't it, and and not even. Uh, that America tends to not even acknowledge that it has a problem. Yeah. Like Brian Simpson's bit. He's like, uh, America, I'm going to fuck it up. But it's on uh, Comedy Central late night with uh, David Spade. Lights out. And uh, he says, like, America's treats racism like herpes. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, they're like, every now and then it'll flare up. And everybody's like, nah, I don't got it. You know, and it, <laughs> it's so true. It's like, yeah. what do you mean? Somebody's got it. It's these protests just don't happen for no fucking reason. And it's always one narrative. Uh, it's always one sided. Like there's always two sides to the rules. So like people will post like, oh, yeah, these Black Lives Matter and Antifa people were terrorizing the Trump people at the million MAGA march, which, I, which should have been called the we lost by seven million uh, MAGA march. But yeah. Um, yeah, but they don't show what the MAGA people were doing before. It's all no, they never. Like, they it's all it's all it's all fucked up. I'm sure people are fucking picking fights on both sides, and each side shows only they cherry pick yeah. that makes them look good and make them look good, and it's just like, it's, why don't you just let them fight? Straight up, it's fucking. <laughs> no one's trying to take your guns. No one's trying to take yeah. your guns. I hate when people say that like they're trying to take my gun. like. No one is trying to they. The gun manufacturers say that so you can go buy more guns as a fuck you to It everybody. works. <laughs> it does, like, no one is ever... Because the thing about it is, when you have a gun, like, you're not going to blast off. You're going to kill yourself or your family members. So go fucking do that if you want to do no, that. No, you won't. Yes, that's the, that most <laughs> most people that own guns do Yo, that. Yo, I'm sorry. Dude. I, we ain't in it yet. I have to pee so bad. Go for it. I'm a pee-pee boy. All right. And we're back. Pee-pee break. Pee-pee break. I drank a lot of water before that mineral water. Mm. <laughs> oh, Keep my heavens. We got 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. You got into wedding crashing. You crashed wedding and hit on women. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> that never happens, by the way. Um, 
But no, I yeah. It's a good yeah. movie though, but it is a bit unrealistic. Yeah, it is really unrealistic. <laughs> uh, you can't really crash a wedding because um, you pretty much know who's all gonna be there because you're paying for it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I started doing weddings as a DJ MC uh, probably like six or seven years ago because uh, my friend was selling his DJ equipment, and I was like, oh, I can I can do this, and then. Because one of my first jobs working in L.A., I worked for an entertainment company as a dancer. So I would do bar mitzvahs and I would dance at bar mitzvahs and stuff. Make like 125 bucks every Saturday. I did one uh, expensive party dressed as a prince, like (laughs) Aladdin or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) It was like 50 bucks an hour. And I will never do it again. Yeah, Prince Ali, fabulous heat. Oh my God! They're like go ballroom dance with Bell, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know how to do Craig, this. Craig's man. Aladdin. Craig's Aladdin. Um, so yeah, so I was DJ, MC, and weddings. I worked for a company, and then I started getting gigs of my own. And uh, this year, a couple uh, was looking for a comedian to officiate their wedding, and uh, but they you needed to be ordained. So I was like, yeah, I'm I'm ordained. And then I looked and was like, oh, how do you get ordained? And it's pretty easy to get ordained. Yeah. And so I got ordained. And um, yeah, man, I, I've been just doing weddings, bro. Like, Dude, that is... Officiating the, weddings. Talk about a comedian. That is so perfect. Because I'll never forget this. I went to my buddy's uh, wedding in Irvine. And he had a great DJ MC. It's just charismatic. And I was like, that guy's good like he got everyone up everyone dancing made a few jokes this this and that and i was like i want him at my wedding except i'm never gonna get married i'm just kidding uh <laughs> and uh but yeah like a comedian is so perfect for that fucking job it is just and as well as it's sad but like where the money in that is probably far superior than money in comedy until you get famous of course yeah yeah i mean for me it is it's been very good because all the gigs that have not happened like all the colleges that canceled um so it's it's able to because people are still getting married now they're not having like the big weddings with like the dj and mcs because i had like 16 weddings get postponed yeah but since i'm an officiant you always need an officiant yeah to marry you if you're gonna have like a ceremony so i've done a lot of elopements um, and like, talk about just like it's, it just sounds silly to say, but the stage presence, like a comedian aficionator, yeah, aficionado. So that, yeah. What's it called? Officiant. 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 That's so perfect. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, there's a lot of uh, scripts to help you, but I try to make it as personal. So I'll, I'll interview the couple, and I try to you know make them feel like I I wrote this specifically for them. So I add like elements of how they were, how they met, how they yeah. ended up here. Um, Do you? try to sneak in jokes well i make jokes yeah I, I make jokes so whenever i'll do the vows i'll say like i promise to never uh watch a netflix show without your permission like, oh nice you know yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah. like that or that's um, such a perfect joke that probably murders oh murders, bro. Uh, murders. <laughs> i probably never skip ahead and watch a netflix show without you Mur- bro murders and that's i'm like so fun yeah dude everyone's like oh my god and i feel like so i put that i'm a comedian on my my site. So I use a site called Thumbtack and people get me through there. So I put on a comedian there. So they, when they hire me, they know what they're getting into. So I feel like that's why they hired me. I've had people that not hired me because they were like, Oh, well we looked at your website and we didn't really like this. And I well, like, you're like, I'm not going to do 
Black Lives Matter uh, material yeah, 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 no. <laughs> at your wedding, bitch. Okay? I'm going to do the job that I'm paid to do. Yes. Exactly. I'm like, going to be like, and now you're married. Fuck Trump. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but so, dude, this so it happened. Other, it happened. Um, so I did the wedding. So this couple, they wanted to get married on Halloween. And I was like, okay, I'll get married on Halloween. They're like, you're a perfect person. Uh, you're so much fun. Like, we want you to marry us. And we see you DJ. Do you want to DJ as well? And I was like, yeah, I'll DJ too. And boom, they're like, oh, one-stop shop. And they were cool. So they did a, they did a shot ski, like, as their uni- a unity shot, which was, I was like, dope. This is cool. Like, And it was in Riverside. And I'm there, partying, having a good time. And then there's, like, this 12-year-old girl. She comes, and she's like, hey, I, uh, can you play this song? And I'm like, yeah, I'll play it. She's like, I like your sticker. And I was like, oh, which one? Because I had a bunch of stickers. And I was like, I hope she doesn't see my, like, Stuart 2020 make her come again. And I was like, don't don't say that's the sticker you like. I was like, please don't say that. <laughs> she goes, no, I like your Biden Harris sticker. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, she goes, Biden Harris. Yeah. She goes, be careful. All these people here are Trump supporters. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I was like, I And the fact that this 12-year-old was, like, worried about my safety. I was like, come on. We can't. Are we really at that point where like, we so can't fuck. coexist I know, together? That's the part like, I'm that just playing music. I've had family that won't speak to each other because one side's Trump, one side's Biden-Harris. Regardless of how you vote, it shouldn't matter. It's like, yeah, one guy sucks more, whatever. Yeah. But you're still my friend. You're still my cousin. You're yeah. still my uncle. You know what I mean? Like, I can't write off my father. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's okay. Yeah, and my it's thing okay. is, my thing is like people. When I was like, for black people, they're like, "Oh yeah, it's it's you know, it doesn't matter if we vote or not. It's you're just picking the 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 lesser of two evils." And I was like, "That's been like that forever. Yeah, <laughs> forever, forever. It's always been the lesser of two evils. Specifically, every time I voted, it's been the lesser of two evils. And people, so sh- what's the difference? People shitting on uh, Ice Cube and Fifty. It's like, yo." The hits are hits, guys. I'm still bumping them. It's okay. Yeah, it's they're okay, rich. and it's it's just it's so it's so divisive, and and that's to me the real tragedy. It's like no matter how you vote, we should still be able to coexist. Yeah. It's just like oh, people people always like Obama divided this country. I was like, yeah, if if you think of Obama divided the country, it's probably because you hated him because you're a racist. Like people hate Trump because he's a racist. You hated Obama because you're a racist um but also there's other many reasons to hate obama like don't don't let his color of his skin get you yeah like if that's the only reason you hate him and can't tell me anything else like oh he didn't do anything yeah he did a lot he killed a lot of syrians if you if you brought (laughs) that up like he killed a lot of syrians you can't be like oh he built those cages like no if if that's he invaded lebanon he uh drone wars in yemen i didn't learn about any of this till after because he was so so cool yeah he he had to be perfect because if he wasn't there would be so like imagine if barack obama had three baby mamas, five kids by three baby mamas, was flaunting his re- wealth and everything, and and he, like, found out he had sex with Cherokee the ass. And you might not know who Cherokee the ass is, but if Obama fucked her, you definitely would know yeah. who Cherokee the ass is. <laughs> exactly. The born star. So that's, like, but he did so many. He did a lot of good things, but if you bring up, like, he didn't do anything, he just did this, he divided the country. And you don't bring up like, oh yeah, he killed a bunch of people, a lot of drone strikes. If that's not the first thing you say, 
that means you're coming from a place of, of yeah. hate and not not the facts. You know, he did bring the economy back. He came with a shitty economy, but like there's so many different reasons to hate Obama. Him being black should not be number one on the list. Yeah, just say drone wars and then you're yes. you're not a racist. Yeah. <laughs> he played basketball, so he yelled Kobe when he would do a drone he strike. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> Missile. Kobe. Damn. Ah, <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he annoys me too, but they all annoy me. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're politicians. It's fucking they snakes are snakes. What yeah. you want? Don't be don't be mad at the grizzly bear. Yeah. Those grizzly bear things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's snaky shit. Everyone yeah. it, exactly. Yeah. You're fighting over two snakes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just go stick your dick in the soil. That's what I say. <laughs> For Biggie Smalls, <laughs> Big Dick Brandon. We're getting. Near the end, because you got to leave pretty soon. Yeah, to I had go a wedding to do. That's yeah, awesome. Thanks for coming before this. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me, man. I'm glad I was able to do it, man. Anything else you want to talk about or bring up before I have my one final question? What do we have? We have like 15 minutes left. Yeah, we have like uh 15 minutes left. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just think of anything. Um, if I, you what should I say? Bring up something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I just trying it. to get. I, I, I got wait. one final question. All right, one final question after this. And then I'm just trying to. I always th- I, when you leave, I'll be like, "Oh, I should have brought up. We did the sober now. We met in the beginning. Um, yeah, just appreciate you and your hustle. Thank you, man. I've I always liked you. Trying to trying to stay funny, man. That's all. Oh, I'm, but the, I'm oh, the to... fucking. Uh, I just remember the Vegas trip. We carpooled to Vegas. Yes, we did. We I did. did that date shake. On the next trip there. It was good. Best shake I've ever had yeah. in my life. I swear to God. Yeah, it was good. I it, told you. It was so good. You never had a date shake. Get a date shake. Get a date shake. They sell them at a gas station on the way to Vegas. <laughs> Sounds weird. Best shake I've ever had yeah. in my life. That's I a agree. good gas station. They yeah. have good snacks. That's a great, great gas station. They have a waterfall urinal. A little, <laughs> little stinky. There you get I don't know. Get we had some, got some Red Bulls. Yeah, we went to Vegas <laughs> um, on that trip and... Um, yeah, it was it was very tough for me that trip. So I'll talk about this. So I had just my I didn't tell you guys, but my mom had just passed away like two days before. I did know that. I didn't yeah. want to bring yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was tough because when it happened, I had to go film the weakest link the next day, uh, and then I had to do the Vegas show. And I was and then like, you had to do a wedding. right? Then I had to go to Pennsylvania to do yeah. a wedding. So that whole weekend, I was just like out of it. And I had to, I had to wear the mask, and I was like, I'm not going to cancel because she wouldn't have wanted me to cancel. So I did it, and I went through it. And I, and honestly, dude, I'm so glad that I went on that trip because I really losing my glasses. I was, was gonna say, like, and yeah, you yeah. lost your glasses. I lost my glasses because I was out of it, bro. Like I got into this water with the lake with my glasses and my hat on and my mask. And like fully clothed down the thing because I was so out of it. And Brittany Schmidt is such a sweetheart because she was helping you look yeah. for him. Meanwhile. <laughs> Me and, and Gabby and Audrey Stewart and are, are just like, Peace! we're fucking stand up paddleboard. And he's, I'm blind. He's even more blind. Yeah, I'm, I'm he's blind. got Coke bottles. Yeah, I'm I blind. got Coke bottles. He's got fucking telescopes. I got 40 ounce <laughs> bottles. Though. Yeah, he yeah. got 40 ounces. <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a Mexican Coke bottle. So, yeah, so that was, um, that was very difficult. But I, dude, I really needed like comedy at that moment to, to help me get through it. And, um, I remember Brittany was, I know she was just like giving me a hard time. So I was like, I got to tell her what happened because if she keeps going, I'm like, dude, my motherfucking mom died. I'll just be, and she, yeah. and I, I knew she would understand because she lost her mother as well uh, five years ago. So it was just, 
it was just very tough. So since that happened, um, we started a scholarship fund in my mother's name uh, called the Jamie M. Whitfield Scholarship Fund. Uh, if, if anybody wants to donate, uh, givebutter.com backslash Jamie M. Whitfield. It's all on my Instagram. Uh, um, text me the link and I'll, ta- I'll put it in all, perfect, uh, perfect, perfect. all the stuff. So, yeah, so what it is, we want to give uh, $10,000 a year to a black woman that goes to a historically black college because my mother was really big in education and she was really big in um, black people going to historical black colleges, which I went because she was like, you can go to every school. I'm not going to pay for it if you don't go to yeah. a historically black college. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to a historically <laughs> black college. Fair enough. Fair, yeah. <laughs> and I did. And I did. And it was some of the best times that I ever had. Uh, she went to Howard University, uh, which is the same school that Kamala Harris went to. Um, They're like 10 years apart, but... But yeah, just that's yeah, well, just you, what's been going dude, on. Dude, you're so, you're a strong dude because you got a little tipsy that night and I you was, were I was you were gone, a happy man. drunk. He I was, was, a, yeah, ha- I'm, he I'm was a having drunk. a good time. I'm a happy and drunk. I was like, and because I knew that, but I didn't want to bring it up. I never yeah. know what to do. It's like I I I don't want to I want to bring you down. I want to just help you forget. You yeah, know? it's not. It's never like it's no right or wrong way to do. And it's a lot of times when people reach out to you, you know, they come from a place of. Oh, I don't know what to say. I don't, but it's nothing anybody could say to yeah. make anything better. No, that's that's. Um, and then, uh, because basically, I would say you're a strong, dude. Because that's the craziest, most difficult thing I could imagine. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, I would have, I would have just broke. I would have just relapsed and whipped my dick out. And be like, yeah, ah, this is for uh, you, mom. Yeah, I had a, <laughs> I had a moment in the bathroom on the boat, and then like, um, and I was like, I gotta push through. I gotta push through. And then I was like, I just. I just need to get drunk so I can just fall asleep. And that's what I did. I But I had to wake up and fly to Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'm surprised you made your flight. Yeah, I made dude. my flight, Damn. bro. I did it because I knew she would. And then I told myself I'll allow myself to to have a moment when I – and I had a moment on the way because I drove from Erie to Detroit on the 7th of uh, September, and it was just like this is, this is the moment that I'm having. So I, I cry when I need to cry. Those car rides will get you, man. Sleep. Something about yeah. car rides. Car rides. And Let just, it out. Yeah. Just, oh. And then music. Like yeah. Car rides and music. So yeah. there was some song, like Kanye played one day, and then it wasn't even like a sad song, but it was a song where I was like, fuck, he lost his mom. Yeah. And I started thinking about that, like what he had to go through and, and everything. So yeah, so I just, I, I just let her legacy, because she always told me, man, like life is temporary but your legacy lives forever. And that is why I started the scholarship fund uh, to help her legacy live forever. Bro. Well, I love you, man. And, love you and, too, bro. Uh, and uh, I'm just pr- happy f- and proud of you. You're a strong dude. And I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And now with that being said, I have one more question. Uh, do you How have big a- is your dick? <laughs> <laughs> it's average. This average. is just fucking comedy it's not funny i'm sorry about your loss now no, do you no. have a good pooping of the pants story That's pooping of the pants story a good diarrhea down the leg um yeah i think i tell I, I i say this right there's two kinds of people there's a person that has shit on their cells and there's a person that lied about it um there's <laughs> <laughs> a couple liars yeah and i i've never shit myself um no, you haven't C two, I lied about it. But I was, so yeah, I um, I think the last time it happened, it was, it was one of those things where you know we go back to the tip of the doo doo fart. So oh. I had, I had, I had like, I had like, I went through my my coffee in the morning, and usually you know I I have a poop in the morning, 
Because I'm pretty regular. So I have a poop in the morning. Good poops. But my mom, go back to my mom. My mom was an herbalist. So she gave me this shit called uh, Casera uh, Sagrada, mm-hmm. which is a natural... Um, a natural laxative is made from like the bark of trees or whatever. So she's like, yeah, you need to do this cleanse. You take these for 10 days, but don't take them longer than 10 days. You do it, do it at night. And then in the morning, you whatever. So I did it at night. I had my coffee. I was running late. So I didn't have time to, to do it. And so I was on my way to work. And so I was like, oh yeah, um, I'm good. And then you get that, you get that knot in your stomach. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and then sometimes you can hold it, and then you hold it, and then it goes away. But this time it was just like, nah, bro, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going. So I'm in traffic, and it was like, nah. And then you go to that moment, where it's like, no, I'm not, mother. I just, I just, I'm on a grown ass <laughs> man because your your body just takes over. Like you can't control your body because like once those floodgates are oh, open, bro, it's, like, it's a wrap. and it wasn't even like once that's. Chocolate starfish puckers. Yeah, just and it, dude, and I wish it was a chocolate starfish, but this shit was like <laughs> released it was, the crack. Yeah, it like <laughs> came out like waterfall, bro. Like it was like I was peeing from my asshole because oh, it was nothing but like worst. yeah, it's nothing to contain. Yeah, it was it. Just like bow, and I was like, my and you're God, on your way dude. to work. Yeah, yeah. U turn, U turn, bro. I was like, I can't go to work today, dude. And everyone was like, what happened? He was like, dude, I just shit myself on like. <laughs> Just fucking did it, bro. And dude, that's the best excuse. Remember the coworker? I ain't gonna name her, but she used to be like, "Yeah, I have diarrhea today. I gotta go home." And nobody is just the ultimate. Yeah. Just <laughs> see you later. See you later. No questions asked. Because everybody has been there, bro. Where you're like, just can't stop. She shit. had diarrhea a lot, though. Okay, <laughs> you can't yeah. always get diarrhea when we get busy. You know? Yeah. I had that, and then yeah, and coming back from Mexico one time. Where I just I just I just lived on the toilet, bro. Like Oh yeah, Montezuma's revenge. It's yeah. real. I had I think it was a coffee. Yeah. They, had maybe, the water. But, yeah, it was just but yeah, man. I'll never forget that, bro. My favorite highlight reel I've ever made. Farts in Mexico. I went to Mexico. I fart a lot, bro. This was times ten. Mm. This was like relentless. But one by one it hit all I got hit first. So mm. I was and then they, then it hit my mom, and then my cousin, and then my sister, and then my aunt. Like it was like, it's Mexico, bro. Don't drink the water. Good luck. <laughs> Party, but don't drink the water. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for bro. having me, bro. I appreciate you coming down. Go get that couple married so they could get divorced. Yeah, that's so funny, bro. Like, I it's that's that's like such a great joke that Brittany has. Like, marriage is so stupid because like no one would be like, hey, if you walked out your door, you'd get shot in the head. 50% chance you get a shot in the head. No one's like, hey, I have a dress for that. Like, yeah. no, like, like, <laughs> it's, it's like I got a killer boat die for that. Yeah, like, It's so it, true. Uh, but I, I wish all couples well. And I, yeah. I hope that everyone gets, get that gets married from me stays together. Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I was just searching for the joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right. It's, yeah. 50, 50, 50, 50. And yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. I appreciate and love you all. Peace. Yeah. All right, everybody, that has been our podcast today. No ad reads uh, besides the Comedy Showcase app, which I am a part of. And uh, we just need, we need some ad money. (laughs) We need advertisement. Or for my podcast to blow up. Hey, how about you tweet my podcast out to 10 friends and say, (laughs) listen, or I'm going to cut my nuts off.
no, I don't. They'll, they'll probably want to see you cut your nuts off. Anyways, Comedy Showcase app. Boy, what is happening? <laughs> Falling off the rails. Comedy Showcase app is a subscription app where the uh, where you get stand-up. Stand-up clips, stand-up comics, up-and-comers, and the subscription goes to the comedian. Wouldn't you say that's nice? Wouldn't you say that's <laughs> nice? Uh, yeah, so just, it's crazy. Come on, guys. We just need about a million subscribers, and then the comics on there will be rich. It's, it's really hard to <laughs> grow a business. Anyways, uh, Comedy Showcase app only on Apple because we're in the negative. And I've used that joke before, and I thought it would change. <laughs> Still in the negative. <laughs> comedy Showcase app. Go download it. It's in the link below. Stand-up comedy clips, and the money goes to the comics while they own all the rights to their material. And that's fantastic and rare in this business, unfortunately. So that's why we uh, invented this app, to change things and do it correctly. I love you all. Thank you. Liking and subscribing. What? Thank you for liking and subscribing. If you haven't done that yet, you're a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Adios. Until next time. I do the do. do.